Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Love Talk Radio. The best heavy metal and hard rock anywhere. Live from Blog Talk Radio's multi-million dollar broadcasting facilities, the Heavy Metal Mayhem Radio Show. With your host, Mike the Big Cheese. Welcome back to the show. I want to wish everybody a happy Valentine's Day today. Uh, we had a Valentine's Day show this past Thursday on the Metal Matinee, so today we're just concentrating on heavy metal. Got a great show tonight. Jimmy Herrera of Brutal Hand is my guest. Also, this weekend's a big weekend for metal. Black Sabbath's first record came out 40 years ago yesterday, so it's kind of like a big birthday for heavy metal. So how about we kick things off with a little Sabbath and the title track of that first record.
called Black Sabbath with the song Black Sabbath. Tommy, you there? It's our national anthem. That's right. Forty years. You imagine that? Forty years ago, yesterday, that album came out, and that is the dawn to me of heavy metal. Yeah, definitely. Without a doubt, they didn't know what they were doing back then. <laughs> no, not at all. You know, some people online are saying that it's not really the beginning of heavy metal. That Salvador blues band started as a blues-based band, but wow. you're talking 1968, 69 when they, you know, first one got started. There was nothing else out at that time but blues and rock and roll. That was all there was. Yeah, that's it. I mean, you listen to the early Judas Priest, you have the same sound and influence in the earlier songs and recordings. That was the music of the time, and they capitalized on that and brought it to the next level. Yeah, and to just me, just that guitars, I mean. Hell yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. It's all right. Sabbath is the beginning of heavy metal as far as I'm concerned. Oh, without a doubt. What a great way to start off the show and celebrate 40 years of it. So I even said to you a few weeks ago that we're going into the fifth decade of metal. You're like, don't sound right, and it doesn't, but... Uh. We're getting old, man. We're getting old. <laughs> I guess by the time I uh, sit on my rocking chair and I'll be listening to Motorhead and Black Sabbath and Judas Priest, uh, it's going to be something. <laughs> yeah, I, I hear what you're saying exactly. I know exactly where you're coming from. Hang on a second. I think Alex is on the other line. Let me just connect him because uh, okay. I'm having a lot of trouble with the computers today, so I don't want to get too, uh, too overloaded here, so we'll just connect him quick and... Uh, We'll get going with our show. Sounds All right, good, you should be man. on right now. Uh, well, while we're waiting for him anyway. Got a lot of stuff going on in the world of metal. I know the other day you told me about David Ellison right. uh, rejoining Megadeth. That came as a surprise to me because I didn't even hear it or see it anywhere Yeah. And, uh, until you brought it up. And, you know, I was thinking about it. I was saying, do you think he's going to make it through the whole tour? <laughs> Is it going to end before then? Because, I mean, I think David was a great guy. We had him on the show last year. Sure. We had fun with him. He was, uh, he was really good people. And he's done so many other great projects, you know, and I can understand, I guess it's hard to leave Megadeth. You know, they are probably the biggest band he's been in, and he did contribute most of the music along with Dave Mustaine to the band. Oh, yeah. Definitely. But you know what? I don't think it's going to last. You know it ain't going to last. It's just right now they're all lovey-dovey, but mm. uh, when the tour is over, everything they said now is going to, you know, <laughs> be a completely different tune. I just, it would be nice if he gets through the whole tour. And then maybe yeah. says, you know, I don't want to do anything new, or you know, who knows? They may just do something new together. Yeah, that would you be never know. That would but be if you great. read some of the stuff online, it yeah. didn't sound like there was like a really warm reception. Right. It was more of the drummer that was, uh, you know, trying to do it and hook it back up. And uh, exactly, I don't know what, what happened with James Lomenzo. Uh, he's gone. I don't know. Did you hear the reason why he left the band? Or well, I had heard that he had left. Um, like sort of am am what's the word amicably? Amicably, yeah. Yeah. Um, you never know. Uh, I don't know if there's a white lion thing happening, but um, I I don't think that uh, I don't think he's into the touring. You know, like that the whole be. Megadeth touring. Yeah. You know. I don't think as long as I don't think anything is happening with White Lion because Vito Brada just doesn't want to be uh. You know, be bothered with any of that anymore, you know? Yeah, so maybe the other guy, um, maybe um, well, the singer there, maybe he's trying to get them together, thinking maybe Vito would, uh, I don't know. It's hard to say. But uh, from what I heard, Lomenzo left first. Okay. You know, and then, um, you know, like things were running around in, in Dave's mind. And, um, you know, being that they're, you know, going to be doing the Rust in Peace album, yeah, some uh, time was right, I guess, but 
Yeah. We'll see what happens. I reached out to Dave the other day. I haven't heard back from him yet because oh, uh, yeah. I was talking to you uh, about this. I'll get into that a little bit later on. Sure. I'll save that for a little bit later while we get into the show. From what I, I know, Alex is on the line. Alex, you're there, right? Yeah. Um, okay. Now, with James Lomenzo, yeah. um, they're saying that he left on his own accord. Yeah, that's what I hear. Well, yeah, at least he left on his own accord because I was thinking that maybe – they just kind of axed him to get no. David back in the band because I know that happened with uh, Anthrax when uh, that other singer that was in there and then they got John Bush back in the band and then just axed him. Yeah. yeah it's, who hard, knows? it's hard to say, but from what I read in, in Blabbermouth, uh, if you search like Dave Mustaine and then they have, <clears throat> excuse me, they put the, all the all the articles up like in chronological order. Oh. Another big word, chronological. And yeah, uh, yeah, you're blowing my mind with all these big words today. By I date, get my dictionary out. You know, by date, you know, you read them by date as they go along. But the funny thing was, on February eighth, they, I think it was February eighth in the in the morning time, about ten o'clock. I was looking on my phone, and I read that um, nothing was going on. You know, nothing special. And then in the evening time, when I got home from work. I started playing on the computer, and I saw that. Um, that Ellison was in the band. So I was just like, wow, you know? And uh, he had already taped his show with Eddie Trunk and didn't mention anything. But last night, uh, Eddie Trunk uh, supposedly had a phone call from Ellison. So uh, I haven't listened to the tape because I was out. Neither have I. I I stopped listening to Eddie Trunk a while ago. I just got tired of the me, my, (laughs) me, my, and I. Yeah, (laughs) but, you know, what are you going to do? I know, I know. He's getting a little egotistical lately. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, he's always been that way. But uh, if you if if you take it, you know, if you take it for just a informational source, you know, yeah, that's well, basically thing, yeah. What I, I I appreciate him for I respect him for what he does and how he's one of the people that's trying to promote classic metal and keep it alive. Yeah. Um, but he just gets on my nerves. True, true, but. A lot of people probably say that about me, so it's no big deal. <laughs> I'm one of them. All right. <laughs> Mike is well, one of them. There you go. That's right. Well, I want to get you off my nerves for about four and a half minutes. Okay. You ever hear Stingy and Metal? Stingy and Metal? Yeah. No, never did. All right, it's a song by Stingy and Shaw, so here you go. Okay, here we go. <laughs>
Sinjin Shaw with Sinjin Metal. That band's been around since 82. They're still together today. Wow. Only have that EP and another album out, Tate. But uh, they're still active. And they're all the original guys, I believe, also. Really? Yeah, I believe so. I mean, they, they I you know, took some time off in the middle over there, you know, for a while. But uh, they're still playing. And they sound great. Uh, you know, I was, uh, I'm getting ready to do another United States of Metal uh, show. Okay. I was looking for a, a state to go in. And I was going to do Kansas. They came out of Kansas. And I said, I'm do something a little harder. So I went with Wisconsin. Boy, let me tell you, trying to find 45 minutes worth of metal out of Wisconsin from the 80s, that was a challenge. It was easy to find bands from Hawaii and Alaska. Wow. But I managed to dig up a few of them, so uh, we're all set for that one. But these guys were great. And I said, you know what? Who knows when I'm going to get to that Kansas show. Let me get them on this week. Okay. Not bad, right? Not bad, yeah. It was I know. Catch. We got a great show tonight, too. Jimmy Herrera of Brutal Hand is our guest. Okay. Uh, we featured Brutal Hand last year in the Sunday Night Spotlight when we did all those Metal on Metal Records uh, yeah. bands, and they're on that label, and the Purgatory's Rage album came out, I think, in uh, the end of November, beginning of December. Tremendous record, so the, Jimmy will be calling in about 40 minutes or so, I think it's already quarter after. Yeah. Yeah, so we're moving along, we got a great Sunday Night Spotlight coming up in a little bit, the Demolition segment. So we're moving things along tonight. Yeah, I was listening to the MySpace. I like this stuff, man. Like you said, they said uh, Sabotage was one of their one of their influences, and it yeah. does remind me of like a more. Yeah, they're, they're a great band. We'll talk about them when they when they. Matter of fact, uh, Joel the singer, he's going to be a guest on the show. I think it's April 11th. Right. I, I was so impressed by their music. I've forgotten all about it, so I shouldn't even talk about them right now. Wait till we get the, up to the song. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Coming cool. up in a. Coming up in a little bit, so uh, I know Alex wanted to hit a plasmatics. Alex, I just played them a few weeks ago, and I played Country Fair. I don't like to repeat songs or bands for like you know months on end, so we're gonna skip that. But I know you asked for Feinstein last week. I don't know if Alex is still on the line or not. I disconnected him. Oh yeah, I'm here. Okay, because the switchboard disappeared and I can't see the numbers. So forgive me if I forget that you're there. I don't know why. Yeah, I know. So, uh, but you did want Feinstein last week, so I got something by uh, Rock coming up. So we'll get that on a little bit. But how about now we do a little Mike Mascara. Mike was the singer for the band uh, Obsession, uh, a great band I was really a big fan of. Uh, I reached out to Mike to try to get him on the show. I just haven't heard back from him yet. I got his phone number. so. Uh, he was with Ingvay too, wasn't he? Uh, Mike for a little bit, yeah. He also sang with Loudness. Oh, yeah. A couple of right. records with Loudness back in the day. And he, this is off one of his solo records. Uh, I picked out a few of them, but I'm going to get this one. This is, uh, let me see. How about we do On Our Way to Hell? Okay. All right, sit back and enjoy. Hopefully it'll play. Because <laughs> nothing else seems to be working here today. It's like it's like we're in no man's land. If you know? not, I'll, I'll sing for you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Let me try to get that on here. All right. This is off the Mike Frascaro solo record. <laughs>
awesome. Mike Viscaro. That was off his uh, MVP uh, project. He had about five albums out under that name, uh, the Michael Viscaro project. And uh, he had a lot of – most of the guys from his band Obsession Tommy played on that. Yeah. He also had Joe Stump on there and uh, Metal Mike play guitar. He had a lot of people on those albums, like, over the years. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was from The Altar from 2003. Kind of Yeah, I was going to get something off the new record on, but I said, you know what? I just didn't want to upload, and I had this on file, so we went with that. Hey, you know. Okay. Got a lot of stuff going on. Let me see if I get some of it out here. Uh, there's a guy named Paul. Uh, I'm sorry. There's a guy named Blair Gibson. That, Paul or something else. We'll get to that later. Blair Gibson. He wrote a book. You could download this book. It's not on paper. Uh-huh. It's like a digital download. Right. Uh, it's called A Salute to Heavy Metal Bands, Names and Origins. He just sent me the link to download. I just didn't get a chance because I got it before the show. Uh-huh. Uh, so I'm going to do it and check it out, and I'll get more info on it for you next week. But he's selling it, you know, digitally. You download it. You can read it. Right. It has over 500 bands that he personally contacted and, and gives you the origins, I'm assuming, of the names of the bands and how it came about. Oh. He did all this from scratch. He's, you know, he's a, he's a metalhead, a true metal fan. Sure. He did this on his own time. He even wrote down, there's going to be a lot of things spelt wrong, but it's just me, you know, doing something I love to do. Yeah. So uh, I'm going to get all the information from up this week. I just have to download and check it out, and uh, I'll put the links to this book up on my site. And, uh, you know, you head over there and check it out. It should be really good. Sounds cool. Yeah, 500 names, 500 bands. That's a lot to go to. I guess it's from all genres of metal from the beginning till now. Genres. Genres, like that word, huh? Right. Not only do we need a dictionary, we're going to need a, th- a thesaurus pretty soon. Yeah, and one you of know, those... You got to remember, we're out of high school, what, 25, 30 years. You forget these things. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. Totally what else right. we got going on here? Uh, there was something else uh, I wanted to mention, too. Yeah. I forgot what it was. I noticed that there's a documentary on... Uh, we get BBC here America on our cable. Yeah. But I don't know which one of their channels is on. They wrote a documentary called Heavy Metal Britannia. They interviewed, like, you know, Motorhead, Black Sabbath, Saxon. Wow. Uh, about, like, the history of heavy metal in, uh, in England from, like, the 60s and 70s. Right. And it's airing this week on BBC4. So uh, I don't know if we'll get it here on BBC America or maybe, you know, VH1 is picking up a lot of, you know, good stuff like that and showing it here. That's true, yeah. Maybe it'll get a hold of it. You can find it on the internet. But it looks really interesting. They got interviews with Lemmy and Tony Iommi and... Cool. You know all the all the you know all the grandfathers of heavy metal, so that looks yeah. pretty good. Do you know how Lemmy got his name? No, nah, how did he get his name? He used to always around like in a, his group used to say Lemmy a fiver. Okay. Lemmy, that's you know, let, let you know, let me have a fiver. Yeah. And um, that's how he got his nickname. I read that somewhere. Very good. Thank you for contributing that fact to the show. There you Do go. you know what his actual name is? Uh, Ian Kilmister. Yep. Oh, that's interesting. Ian, let me kill Mister. There you go. All right, let me see what we got here now. Uh, we got about a half hour for Jimmy Herrera to call in. How about we do our demolition segment, T? Sounds good, man. All right, we're going to head to New Jersey this week. I got this from, uh, I mean, I remember these guys back in the day. Matter of fact, I think we might have even played with them. My old band, Stolbar. I'm not even sure. There were so many groups back then that we uh, oh, yeah. we played in jam. I don't remember. But uh, JD from The Final Word right here on Blog Talk Radio, a big metalhead. And when I say metalhead, this guy knows his metal. He's like us. He knows the underground, the old bands. He mentions bands that, like very few people even know or remember. Right. And he said, Mike, you know, uh, what about Gargoyle from New Jersey? I was like, you know, I was just thinking about them too. So... Gargoyle is a, a metal band, a thrash metal band, a speed metal band, a little bit of hardcore and punk mixed in. You know, like you'll still want stuff I did. It's a lot better. And uh, they put two demos out in the 80s. They were supposed to have an album come out. And, you know, I guess things just crashed and burned at the time, using one of your phrases. And, and it didn't happen. But uh, they have those two great demos. And this is off the second one, uh, uh, Violence is Golden. 
And like always, go to the Heavy Metal Mayhem blog spot in a little while. There'll be a link up there. You can download it. It's a great demo. Uh, and I see Alice just came into the chat room. The Metal Priestess is with us today. Oh. She was looking for you last week. So uh, let me uh, get this song on, and uh, we'll talk to Alice. So uh, off the goggle demo, Goldness is Violent. Here is Blessed is He. It's a okay. quick ditty, so sit back and enjoy. Excellent. Yeah, if it even starts, because everything is jumping and bouncing around today. But we'll get another click there. M switchboard. There you go. All right, we're up and running now. Ready, boys? This is a take. That goes out to JD from the final word, Hand Block Talk Radio. He wanted that, and everybody could download a copy of it. That's all hardcore, uh, you know, crossover thrash. Fun stuff, man. Yeah, Alice says she doesn't like it. She can't understand a word he's saying, but you're not supposed to. That's what it is, you know. That's what it is. It's right. That's what the time was like back then, you know. Thrash punk, you don't. You're not supposed to understand it. That's right. You're just supposed to enjoy it. All right. Well, that's it for the demolition segment. We got that out of the way over there. Let me see. You know what else I wanted to mention, Tommy? Yeah. We're involved in a couple of uh, shows coming up. Next uh, Saturday night, you and I are heading out to Clifton, New Jersey, to Dingbats. We're hosting the first annual mega show. Cool, Full scale riot, paved the way. Yeah. War Horse and Malicious Tennessee. You and I on stage hosting a show. We're moving up in the world, huh? Look at that. I was Doesn't... there last night, and I saw the poster up. 
And there it says it, right on the thing, hosted by the Big Cheese from Heavy Metal Mayhem. Yeah, we're going to have Fox a good time Fox next Radio. Saturday night. Yeah, Just got to hope we don't get stage fright. It's a lot easier sitting in front of your microphone. Ah, don't worry. It's been a lot of years since we've been up on stage, you and I. I'm a big fan. Are, are you heading out to see that uh, Megadeth and Exodus tour coming up? Uh, yeah, if it's uh, if we're around, you know, when it comes on, probably, you know, we've got to see the dates when it comes here, but... Yeah, we'll I find out. out. I just found out it's coming to my area, so I'm going to go see it. Cool. Enjoy it. This will be a good show. Yeah. Uh, let me see what else we got coming up here, T. You, we're also uh, the proud sponsors and supporters of the Finger Lakes Metal Festival. That's right. May 29th and May 30th in uh, Finger Lakes, New York. We are, the, we are sponsoring the whole festival. How does that sound? That is cool. All right. The bands to that show are going to be announced uh, in, in the upcoming weeks. It's mostly unsigned bands, local bands from the New York area. It's a two-day festival, and it's free, so it doesn't get any better than that. Sure. It doesn't cost any money. All you pay for is the campground if you want to go camping for the weekend. If you just want to show up, all the sponsors are paying for everything, so sit back and enjoy all these great bands. Also, yesterday we got involved. We are also now the supporters and sponsors of the Warriors of Metal Festival 3 wow. in Ohio. Everybody wow. talks about these great festivals out in Europe and everything, and why don't we have them here? Yeah. Well, we got it here, and this is the third one. And right now, the headlining acts are Omen, Cage, and Asuka. All bands, well, two of the three bands we've had on the show. Right. We've had Sean Peck from Cage on here. We had Kenny Powell from Omen on the show. Right. And all the other bands are going to start being announced. As a matter of fact, I think it's tomorrow, the 15th, they're going to announce the rest of the bands. Oh, man. So we are involved with that. Unfortunately, we're invited to go for the weekend. Uh. Ohio, but that is my daughter's free 16 party weekend, so my wife would crucify me and I was thrashing oh, at a metal festival, and after that thing has cost Isn't me $10,000, we're going to beat the party. All the freaking weekends, in, I mean, there's four weekends in fucking uh, October, <laughs> and they picked the one weekend where we have something to do. That's right, that's right. I got it. It's my daughter's free 16, but we'll be there in spirit to support them, and we're going to keep doing it over the year. And as we get closer and find out more of the bands coming on, we'll keep announcing it. But, you know, and I have all the links to these sites up on my page. Head over there. We are sponsoring and we are partners in these festivals. So sit back and enjoy them. I'm looking forward to them all, uh, especially that Warriors of Metal one. I'm hoping that something can be done. It would be hard to get out there for one day, you know? Yeah. But uh, And another thing I was talking to you about the other day, uh, um, uh, this May, we are going to raise money to the radio show for the St. Jude's Children's Hospital. Definitely. So we're going to try to raise as much money as we can over the month of May. And uh, my company, uh, Con Edison, that I work for, I have a matching funds program. I'm going to submit it to them, and all the money that we raise, hopefully they will match. And all that money is going to go to St. Jude's uh, Children's Hospital. It's a great cause. Uh, you know, they treat terminally ill, sick children and children with rare diseases that they research and try to help them with. And if their families don't have the money to pay for it or to help them out or to pay any, you know, insurance, yeah, uh, they go, everything's covered by the hospital, by the foundation, and they don't bother these people for money when they need it, you know, and the kids need the help and the treatment. So the entire month of May, we're going to raise money. I'm on vacation uh, a week in May, so I won't be able to do like two shows. So maybe we'll start it at the end of April. Okay. And we'll do it then. And, uh, and the, the nice thing is that everybody who donates money, I don't know how we're going to do it yet. Maybe we'll set up a PayPal account or I haven't figured it out yet. But everybody that donates money is going to get something. All the bands that have been on my show have contributed stuff. I've gotten stuff in the mail so far from Grimstein, Sentinel Beast, uh, um, David Ellison has sent some stuff out in the mail, Dave Starr from Wildstar, uh, Sammy Avigail from uh, GMT, and Ian Gillen and Ozzy he sent out some really rare stuff. Oh. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm sorry, I meant Bernie Tomei. 
Bernie Torme, Sammy Avigil, the shoemakers are sending out some great stuff. <laughs> Everything is autographed. There's and I hear, I think we have some stillborn stuff too, right? And stillborn. My record company, punkrecords.net, uh, is uh, contributing now. So everybody who donates anything is going to get a stillborn CD or an album. You can use it as a, as a cup holder, as something to put your, your book bag on, whatever you want. But everybody's getting that. And the more you donate, the more of a choice you got to pick what you want from the stuff. We have uh, autographed guitar picks, drumsticks, pictures, uh, lithograph records, original pressings of vinyl records by these bands. And I'm going to have everything listed as everything comes in and I start cataloging it. Definitely. definitely. So uh, don't forget, you know, donate some money uh, in May. And uh, we will give you something. You're definitely going to get an album or a CD. You might not want it, but you're going to get it anyway. You're going to get but, uh, it anyway. <laughs> the more you donate, the more of a choice you get. You might want an autographed jumpstick by Vinnie Apathy. You might go. want a guitar pick from David Ellison, uh, well, from Whiplash, from yeah, well, all, you got all the bands. All the bands that have been all on the, the show are going to start April. contributing. We're going to do it on all right. April. All right, so uh, that's, we'll talk more about that as we get closer to it and I get things organized. It's the first time I'm doing it. So You've got to cool. be a little patient with me trying to figure out how we're going to raise the money, how I'm going to find the who donated money so we can give them something. You know, it's going to be in the honor system, I guess. I can't really check. Yeah, so. see, I think the PayPal account would be the best because PayPal has everybody, you know. Yeah, yeah I would see their name on there. And, you know, yeah. you, know, and you even just if donate they're not something. a member, they have to fill in uh, – you know, I have to fill a name something. and address, so yeah. that gives us at least a Oh, they can donate money directly to St. Jude and just send me an email, so we'll have to do it the honor system way. And just, you know, if you do say you're going to donate yeah. a big big amount of money to get a bigger gift, you know, just do it. But we'll talk about that when we get closer. i got to figure it all out still, but it will be during the month of May. Excellent. All right, T, how about a little merciful fate? Oh, of course. Now all right, we're going way back. Uh, Oh, way back. This is from the Return of the Vampires compilation. It was a bootleg album. Uh-huh. A lot of people call the song uh, Leaving Your Soul Alone, but the original title was Running Free. Oh. And that's the one I'm going by. So here you go. Some Merciful Fate, Running Free.
some more merciful fate, running free or leave your soul alone is listed on some of the albums. But I have the original vinyl pressing of that when wow. it came out. They came out right after the Melissa record or maybe it was Don't Break the Old right after the band broke up. Mm. But those were all unreleased songs. There were some original versions of like Into the Coven and uh some stuff off of the Melissa record. Mm. And I don't know, maybe they had changed they had changed the name themselves later on, but that, that sort of sounds like a hard rock version of it. It's not that uh you know, it's not as metal as uh, you know. The a lot parts. of the a lot of the earliest songs are in that vein. Yeah. Uh, I got to send you a copy of. Uh, uh, I was digging up some stuff uh, last year. I did that Buried Treasure show where I had like a lot of like rare songs yeah. and stuff that was hard to find. Mm-hmm. And everybody keeps sending me email like, you know, get more on, get more on. But you know, you can only find so many of them. You know, it's not yeah. easy to find. But I, I found out five or six more things that I don't think people have even heard of or knew that they were out there. So if I could just get one or two more, I'm going to do another show. Because back then, the show was only a half hour to Metal Matinee, so it was easy to fill up. Now it's 45 minutes. i got to find a few more songs. Maybe I'll just do the half hour show and, you know, get those on. That's cool, but... Yeah, we'll see what happens. But, you know, we were talking about David Elson before, and that was like the, the, the most listened to show we ever did was the David Elson one. Yeah. It had like 28,000 listens, you know, that show? Damn. And it still gets a couple each week. So, you know, it's almost a year that almost a year ago I think we had him on. Yeah. But uh, Bruce Kulick, he's the man. He got him beat in seven days, six and a half. Nice. <laughs> yeah, the Bruce Kulick show did amazing last week. You know, I couldn't believe it. Yeah, they, I saw it on uh, on Blabbermouth that they uh, they mentioned. I'm telling you, when Blabbermouth, like uh, after I do it, when Blabbermouth, you know, promotes like you know a show I'm doing like before it comes on, you get a lot of people that listen to it. But when they do it afterwards and put the player on there, right, it just goes through the friggin' roof. Yeah, a lot of people watch that bottom. Uh, I yeah. guess, you know, because the play is there. It's easy just to click the button instead of yeah, going to the site. Yeah, people are lazy. Yeah, people are lazy. Yeah, they are lazy. <laughs> instead of clicking yeah. one button, you got to click two. They won't do it. But it's it's absolutely amazing. But I always got to thank, you know, BWBK, you know, Bloody Words, Brass Knuckles, because they really help promote the show every week. Every every guest they have, they always advertise and promote for me. Oh, I, so I, I really got to thank them. I can't yeah. live without that site, man. God bless those guys. Yeah, they do a lot for me. So, and, and the Ultimate Metal Forum. And last week, I forgot to thank the website, Kiss World. It's a big Kiss uh, fan website. Ah. They promoted the hell out of the Bruce Kill thing oh, without okay. me knowing about it. So yeah, I really probably. appreciate that, you know? Probably you got a lot of listeners, too, yeah. Uh, a lot. You know, you, you know, Kiss have diehard loyal fans, you know? Oh, uh, yeah. If you're in that band. And, uh, you know, Bruce was a really good guy. And next week, we got the man himself, Joe Lynn Turner. So I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, he's a good guy. going to be really good. Joe is a fun guy. I mean, this was pre-recorded already, so, you know, uh, don't call up looking to talk to him. I apologize. I have so many pre-recorded shows that I have to get them all on, and I'm trying to mix them in, you know, in between the live ones. I prefer that everybody can call in live, but it's just hard for some of these guys sometimes, and I can't pass up the opportunity to interview some of these guys. it's always like a Sunday night, you know, people doing different things. Exactly. You know, know, with some of the bands, it's hard. You know, like, they're on schedule. they got tours and things going. Other guys, you know, they don't always make time, you know, and I appreciate that. So it'll be good. We got Joel and Turner, a great interview last week. It was about 45 minutes long. Uh, and then uh, we're going to close out the month uh, on the 28th with Paul Shortino from Rough Cut and Quiet Riot. And mm-hmm. Paul is now fronting King Cobra. Bye. Yeah, yeah. Carmine Appice, even his brother, got the band back together. And, uh, God bless him, man. Paul's fronting that band. And I think tonight he's performing with the Sin City Sinners, or it was last night. Oh, in L.A.? Uh, out in uh, Vegas. You know, the Vegas. band that everybody plays with out there? Oh, right, Vegas, Vegas. Yeah, so... Uh, I think it's Vegas. Maybe it is LA. No, I'm not no, even no. Sure. It's in city. It's got to be Vegas. No, yeah. So uh, I, I, I'm gonna reach out to those guys. Try to get them on. They were in a couple of '80s metal bands, like the hair metal bands. Maybe I just can't remember who it was. I think it was Fast the Pussycat. Oh really? Don't quote me because I'm probably wrong. I have to look it up. But it was some guys from those bands. 
Yeah. And uh, they got they got a great thing going out there, man. Because you know, yeah, they, they get, get all these great guests to come in and play with them, and everybody goes through that town. And uh, yeah, there's a lot of uh, what do you call it? bars opening up. I hear that um, Vince Neil has a bar in Vegas, and I just heard recently that. Um, uh, Scott Ian of uh, Anthrax's partner is in a bar in Vegas also. Yeah, I see Who that. Knew, you know? Yeah, you don't know what the hell these people got going on. Yeah, so that's pretty cool for them, you know? Definitely. So I there's know. a future for us, you know? We just don't hell have yeah. money. There's no future for us here, so there may as well be somewhere else. Yeah, we got to find... We'll All go right. Down, <laughs> we'll go down to Florida and stuff. That's right. Yeah. Uh, 645, Jimmy Herrera from Brutal Hands is going to be calling in about 15 minutes. Cool. How about we do our Sunday Night Spotlight? Sounds good, man. All right, it's a band we were talking about a little earlier in the show. Forgotten Legacy. Uh-huh. Band out of Pennsylvania. I, you know, these guys were on my MySpace for a long time. We were friends on there. And they, I don't know how they just kind of slipped through the crack on me. And I just didn't realize just how great these guys were. Mm-hmm. And I left a comment, I think, on one of the shows I did a few weeks ago. I said, you know what? Why haven't I listened to these guys in, in a while? And I went back to the site. I was like, holy crap. I mean, they're just amazing. I mean, they blew, the music just blew me away. Mm-hmm. You don't get many new bands, not new, new, but I mean, like, you know, from this generation that just sound as good as they do. I mean, real singing, killer guitar playing, like a thunderous bottom line. They're just amazing. After I said I got to put them in the Sunday Night Spotlight, I said I got to have them on the show, too. So I reached out, and Joe was going to come on. I believe it's April 11th. Okay. That was like the next opening I had. I was sorry to make them wait so long, but I wasn't going to do a show Easter because it's Easter, you know, and I'm Catholic, so I figured, you know, I'm going to be with the family. But I got so many guests backlogged that I just maybe have to do one now. But I, I'm not going to change it because we already got them set up for the 11th. These guys are great. I mean, go to my blog spot and right after the show is over. There's a whole review of them. All the links to their website is up on there. Go check it out. He sent me a couple of songs. This one has been unreleased. Nobody's heard it yet before, I, I don't think, out in public. It's a song called Rage. So sit back and enjoy. This is Forgotten Legacy.
Uh, ain't that some good shit? Yeah, it's pretty cool, man. Oh, man, those guys are great. I'm telling you. I can't wait to have them on and talk to them. Yeah, Looking forward to that show, April 11th. That was Forgotten Legacy out of Pennsylvania. So Uncle Rage, right up uh, about 15, 20 minutes or so on my blog spot, the Heavy Metal Mayhem blog spot. You can go over there and read up all about those guys. All the links to the web pages are there. And you can also download a copy of tonight's Demolition Segment demo by Gargoyle. So go and check it out. All right, T, what can we do here? How about some new Overkill? We haven't played anything off the new Overkill yet. Oh, no, that's great stuff, man. Oh, man, I, tell you, I think this is their best album in many, many years. Oh, yeah, definitely. How about we play uh, Bring Me the Night? Excellent. All right, here you go. Brand new Overkill. Enjoy.
brand new Overkill with Bring Me Tonight. That's really good. Killer stuff, man. Oh, man, I'm telling you, that was one of the best records in a long, long time. I like it a lot. I'm glad you do. I love it. All right, well, we got Jimmy Herrera from Brutal Hands. going to be calling in any minute. I want to get on a song by the guys before he calls in, but like always, nothing ever works here at Block Talk Radio. Oh, my God. This is every week. I mean, it's just, I never have any trouble when I do the Thursday show. I'm starting to sound like a broken record, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it just, and nothing ever works. What the hell happened? It's, everything just freezes up all the time. It doesn't matter. What computer you're using, what kind of system you're operating off of, it just does not matter. Yeah. And it's just terrible. Because you can't play any music. And I can't even connect them because I can't get on the, I can't get access to the phone line. Oh, man. So doesn't that kind of suck, huh? How the hell did this... Just like this that. happens... Tommy, this happens all the time. I don't know why. I don't know what the problem is. I'm going to try to shut everything down, I guess. Uh, we could talk a little bit, you know, and I'll yeah. try to get it up and running. And see what happens if I can get the, get it to come on. <clears throat> see if that but, uh, helps. There's always, you know, something. I'd like to get at least one song on by the band, you know? Of course. It would be nice know. instead of the guest of the show, right? I hate to get everything else on, not, you know, the one song you have to play. Sure. Uh, let me see if I could just uh, reboot everything over here while we're BSing a little bit. But uh, I've been trying to get Bobby to come on the show. I haven't had much luck. Uh, I'm going to keep on trying. I know they're getting ready to go on a tour not, not too far uh, from now. Huh. So we'll see what happens. Maybe I can make that happen. I was supposed to interview John Oliva from uh, Sabotage the other day, but uh, that kind of bombed out, too. Yeah. Yeah, he never even called in. Oh. Didn't even get a good excuse. Nothing? No. Uh, you didn't hear nothing back? Nah, nothing. Don't oh. try to fill up any airtime of conversation, T. Don't worry about it. No, I'm I'm, I'm listening, <laughs> you know. You said... I know. All right. I think I got things up and running here. I shouldn't say nothing until the actual song starts. Yeah. Because uh, that's when you always have a problem. But all right. Here we go. This is a song by our guest tonight. It's a great band called Brutal Hand. Uh, Jimmy should be calling in right after it's over. And uh, I hope he does because I don't want to have to stop the song. <laughs> but here we go. It's a song called Karma. Excellent.
There you go, Karma. That's brutal hand off the Purgatory's Ray job. And I think I got Jimmy on the line right now. Jimmy, you there? Yes, sir. Hey, how you doing, Jimmy? I'm doing good. How you doing, buddy? Pretty good. I can't complain. I, I try to connect you. I think I lost you a few times. Yeah, yeah, I was calling from a different phone. I apologize for that. Nah, that happens. You know, the more technology we have, the, the worse things seem to be. Absolutely. Uh, t- talk about some brutal hand. The new record, phenomenal. Hey, thanks a lot. I appreciate that. I just heard Karma you played. Yeah, yeah, Karma. I've been playing stuff uh, nonstop since last year by you guys. Um, you know, I got turned on to you through the Metal on Metal Records label. Uh, how'd you hook up with the Metal on Metal Records? Uh, they actually found us from uh, the last album, Unchain the World. Uh, she found us through uh, somebody I believe was out of Italy um, that did a review on that album, gave us a, a hell of a review, and she found us in his archives and uh, actually contacted us. And i got to tell you, those people have just been wonderful. I'm really glad we hooked up with them. Yeah, they're a good label. They support, you know, they support the old style, you know, metal and and their bands. And your first two records, Brutal Hand on Chain the World, you actually got, you guys did that on your own, right? Yeah, we did. The first one was funny because we actually recorded that one uh, in the basement of a tire store. We did that on our own, and uh, that made it into the hands of Martin Brandt at Heavy Magazine in Germany. Uh, that's what got us overseas. And then we went into the studio, recorded Unchain the World, and and it took off from there. So we've been really blessed uh, with these last two albums. Yeah, and, and like I said, it's, it's great music. It's good to hear, you know, the classic old 80s metal sound back again. And you guys are doing it in a big way. Uh, very progressive sound in music. And uh, I, the last two records, I've been with Freddie. What happened with the first record with Red? Uh, when he left, he just left the band, or you guys had a falling out? You know, when we started writing the, the music for Unchain the World, um, his voice, the direction we were going, his voice just wasn't matching with what we were trying to do. He had a little more of the, the 80s hair metal type deal, and we were trying to go a little more darker, a little more progressive, a little more heavier, uh, and, and it just wasn't working, so it was kind of a mutual thing. He got a job in another state and had to leave, uh, which worked out for us because we found Freddie, and, and it's just been a phenomenal, phenomenal way to work with, with him. Yeah, he's a, he's got a powerful voice and it does it really does work well. I mean, the first album I, I'm, I'm you know I came into all these albums only a few months ago, so it's all like new to me still. And then they're great, but Freddie it definitely I have to agree is a much better fit to the band and the sound that you have right now. And your new record just seems to have taken the it's just taking you guys in a whole different direction compared to the last two. Uh, you know, I think so. I think you know with every album we we grew up, um, you know we progressed in the songwriting, we progressed in our playing. Um, and, and again, it just really works. Everybody seems to approve of it. We haven't, uh, knock on wood, haven't gotten one bad review yet on, on all three albums. So I think we're definitely headed in the right direction. And, and thank God everybody likes it because, you know, we're we're a bunch of guys that, you know, we, we couldn't find this kind of music on the shelves, so we decided to create it ourselves. And, and a lot of people really liked it. And, again, we're really blessed for that. Yeah, and that you're doing. This is uh, You guys have been around like 10 years now, right? It's like your 10th year together? We have, yeah. We got together in, uh, I believe, the summer of 2000 was was uh, my brother Ed, the bass player Joe, and myself. And then uh, Doug came along and brought Brad with him. And uh, Freddie's been with us. This will go on four years for Freddie. Wow, that's good. That's so, good. You yeah, and your brother ever had a fist fight on stage? Pardon me? Do you and your brother ever get into fist fights on stage? Never. All right, never. that's I've good. Been, I've been playing with that cat for 20-some years, and we've never thrown <laughs> a punch at each other, man. 
Because I had a few bands on that were uh, brothers, and uh, sometimes things don't turn out so good. Oh, no, not at all. I mean, like I said, you know, we're a really tight family, and again, you know, he and I have been playing together for over 20 years, and and I think there's just a, a, a big mutual respect there, and, and I just, you know, as you can see, he's very skillful. And Without I a doubt. Think he brings out the best in all of us as well, so, you know, we encourage all that. Oh, yeah, there's no doubt about that. The, the, the talent level in the band is definitely uh, really up there, and uh, like I said, the new record, it came out about, about a month or two ago, at the end of the year, 2009? Yeah, it got, got, got released on Christmas Day in Europe, wow. uh, and then we're going to release it here next Saturday night in the States. Uh, we're doing our uh, CD release show on uh, Saturday, February 20th, so that ought to be a lot of fun. It's going to be our first time out since about October of 2008 because we buckled down to write the new album, and we are jonesing to get out. Yeah, I'm sure of that. Uh, is it, Do you have a good enough scene to keep you busy out there in Colorado? You know, not really. There, there's a few clubs to play, and as, as you travel a little out of the metro area, there's a couple more, but... Yeah, the scene here isn't what it used to be. It used to be fun. Uh, now there's, it's very limited to where you can play, and, and that's why, you know, we're, we really got our sights set on Europe. Hopefully one day we can get to there. We've been invited to play at, at quite a few festivals out there, but we just, we just need the, the funds to get out there, if you know what I mean. Sure, that's, that's, that's the hard part of it. It, it. It's a shame that things are so big and happening in Europe still, and, you know, we can't recreate that over here like it used to be. That's, that's the saddest part of it all. Because we have so many great bands like yourself that are willing to go out there and play anywhere for anybody. We just don't have, you know, the venues, the opportunities like we used to have. And that's a shame. But hopefully you can make your way around everywhere so we could all get to see you live. And that, that yeah, would be a big fantastic. thrill. Absolutely. And for us, too. For us, too. I mean, we, we would love to go out and meet everybody and, and just give a big thanks for all the support we've been getting from guys like yourself and, and fans from around the world. Oh, sure, no doubt. And uh, well, when they ask, you guys actually hold a record for Tower Records. Uh, probably not around anymore. I think they went out of business, right? Yeah, they did. But when, yeah, when we did our first album, we did our CD release party there. And uh, we, we had the highest album sales, beating out even all the national acts. Um, and we still hold, especially now since they closed, we still hold the attendance record, which was previously held by the Blues Brothers. So that was that was pretty exciting, too. You can't beat that. You beat out the Blues Brothers, right? Absolutely, man. That's some pretty good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so, who the bands that influenced you back in the early days when you were getting started? Because you know, you know, you've been around for a long time as a musician playing. Yeah, you know what's cool about that too, and I, and I think it shows on the albums is is all five of us have such a wide variety of influences. I think that's why this works so well, and that's why we've been able to stay together for so long because. You know, like like Joe and myself, I think are, are a lot alike because we're into the classic stuff as well as the new stuff. So you know, we're into the Maiden, the Priest, uh, Zeppelin, Dio, and then with the newer stuff like Hammerfall, Stradivarius, Halloween, all that stuff. So we like a lot of that. Dream Theater, Queen Drive. Um, my brother Ed tends to lean a little more towards the epic stuff, which is fantastic. You know, Symphony X and Adagio and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, Doug, Doug goes back with Deep Purple. I mean, he likes the Beatles. He likes a lot of the heavy stuff as well. Um, and Freddie, same thing, classic. He likes UFO, Zeppelin, Dio, all the classics as well. So, again, I think that really adds to when we write because we got all those elements and it all seems to mesh. Yeah, that must be a big plus, too, like you said, because drawing from so many different places and that you're all willing to come together and put it into one thing. 
That, and, and it shows on the album, too. It, it's really, you know, the sound of the album is much different than anything else out there right now. But yet it, it feels familiar, if, that's, if that makes any sense. Absolutely, it does. You know, that's always been kind of our outtake is, is it's nothing you've ever heard, but it's everything you've always liked. That's, that, that, that's a great way of saying it. <laughs> that's perfect. I've got to write that down. <laughs> I have to put you in a book of quotes for that one. <laughs> that's really good. I like that one. And right now, i got Tommy on the line. Tommy, you there? Hey, how you doing, guys? Uh, you got Jimmy. Hey, Jimmy. Um, how you doing, Tommy? Uh, Mike had played some of your stuff uh, a few uh, months back, and we really liked it and checked out your MySpace. It was very good. And, um, yeah, like Mike said, um asked you about your influences. I, I hear a lot of so many different influences. And, like you said, it, it tends to give uh, uh, a unique sound and um that's the key. Uh, we always feel that uh, there's certain bands that have it, you know, and um, I think you guys do. Um, I really enjoy listening to you guys. Oh, God bless you, Tommy, man. I love your words. I really appreciate that on behalf of the boys and myself. Um, you know, it's, it's, just, it's just one of those deals that we just, and I think it shows especially on this album, we, just, we all just have such a passion for metal and such a passion for our instruments that it just, it, I mean, believe it or not, as hard as we worked on that album, it was relatively easy because with the passion, it all just came together. Yeah. And, and again, it was mind-numbing, but, I mean, the final product is phenomenal, we think. Yeah, it's like you guys uh, put t- put together a child together. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. Man. <laughs> man, man. That's really cool of you. Sounds good, man. Keep rocking, man. Hey, thank you very much, dude. God bless you. Thank you. So, so Jimmy, how how is it compared? Like you know, putting out your own records on your own, like you did with the first two, as compared to being on a label like Metal on Metal, does it make it a lot easier for you, or basically you do things the same way and they just take care of all the all the dirty work? No, believe it or not, a lot easier. I mean, this was just you know, I was always running as the PR man for the band, and it just it, it just got there weren't enough hours in the day to get everything done. Um, and, and, you know, and all five of us put into that and, and it's just, again, it's just not enough, but you got people like, like Yovita and Simone who know so many people and, and everybody loves them that I think it's easy for them as well because, you know, they got such a, a, a big influence in the metal scene that uh, I think whatever they say, people really, really flock to it and check it out. And if they believe if it's good enough for them, then it's good enough for the listener. Sure, and you know, we'd also uh, the drown cover, right? Yeah, yeah, we uh, we actually came up with that one night at band practice and just kept building on it and building on it. And I presented it to Yovita. Uh, she wasn't sold on it at first, but uh, I sent her a couple of the sample tracks when we first went into the studio. Yeah, and uh, I, I it sounded like that was inspiring her, and boy, she really worked her tail off on that. Man, and, and you could see the results. It's incredible. Yeah, it looks great. You know, it's I, I just like the cover with the with the angel coming up. It's 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 phenomenal. It just gives so much. You know, I miss that. You know, like in the old days when you got an album with the you know the artwork and all the packaging. That's something that's missing today with a lot of the you know downloading the albums and even even the legal downloads. I mean, just getting that whole package is something I miss. And when I look at that, it reminds me of the old days. Yeah, absolutely, and and it is that is something that's lost, and and what a shame. You know, what a shame that something like this. And, and as beautiful a job as she did, you know, basically kind of gets put in the back, like you said, because with all the 
the streaming, the downloads, and the iTunes and stuff like that. It, what a shame because it is truly, truly a work of art. I mean, she did a phenomenal job. Yeah, she's some artist. Uh, and just being in the music business today, compared, you know, from just say now to 10 years ago when you started, how have you seen it change? Because this has been a, a really drastic decade for music where it's gone from one extreme to the next. I mean, how do you, you know, what, what do you think about the changes that have gone the last 10 years? Well, you know, the, the thing, you know, like we were just talking about with the downloading, um, you know, it, it's good and bad. I mean, it helped us get to Europe and where we're, you know, like I said, we're a lot more popular in Europe than we are here. But it, it's a lot harder to get signed as well. I mean, that that's just, I mean, what a pain in the ass, man. Yeah. And and just, it, you know, it just, it just doesn't have that same feel. And, you know, as... as as small a community as the metal world is, um, and I say that because, you know, every, everybody knows everybody. I mean, you know how they always say, you know, what a small world. I mean, you know, the metal world is a small world, but, you know, it, it's united and, and everybody supports each other, and it's, it's fantastic in that way. So that's, that's how bands like us are able to go on because there is a support cast out there. Uh, and we feel the same way. We're going to support everybody we can as well. So it's just it's a lot harder, and it's just a, a lot of it gets pushed to the back burner, which really sucks. Yeah, I, I know what you're saying. And I guess the Internet is a great way of getting, you know, getting your name out there, getting around. But and, uh, in the end, it can't hurt you, too. It can kind of come back and bite you in the ass. It's just the world that we live in right now. And things are going to have to change, I guess, sooner or later, you know, where the record companies can, you know, help support their artists more especially some of the bigger labels out there. So they don't, because if, if you don't put out music anymore, where are we going to be? Where are things going to go? I mean, it's got to the point where we saw the band Saxon live uh, a few months ago, or even longer than that probably. And the singer Biff Five is telling people, download our record under there for free. We don't care. I mean, I, you know, yeah, that's great to hear, but, you know, you can only play out live to support yourself as a band for so long. You, you do need the album sales, and you do need the, you know, it is a business in the end, as much fun as it is, and you should be paid for what you do. And uh, something does have to be done to, you know, help change in a corrector so you guys can keep putting out music and new bands can start working their way up and, and, and get a shot at this. Absolutely. I, I couldn't agree more. It's just, you know, it, it's too bad that it has re resulted to that. I mean, with everybody with their MP3 players and iPods and stuff. And, and, you know, God bless them. A lot of the people that I know that do the support, including myself, will actually buy the album to have it. Because, like you said, that's a lot of cool stuff on there. Yeah. And then... Then you can record it or download it to your iPod and take it with you. But at least you did the support by buying the whole album, and and that says a lot because again, you know, you you and I are from an era where that was so exciting back then. I remember buying all the Iron Maiden albums and and the Molly Hatchet album covers. Just yeah. For them. The Saxon the Saxon album covers were another one. You know, I mean, you were a kid excited about that, and and it's too bad that it's lost that feel to, today. It's true. You know, the album covers that were sold you on the band half the time. I mean, it was, you know, it was potluck. You got the album, you know, it was either good or it wasn't, but there was no internet. There were very few magazines back then, you know, that wrote about the music that we like to listen to. So you saw a cool album cover, you're like, this is it, I got to get this. And, you know, you took it home, sometimes it was good, sometimes it wasn't, but you lived and learned. And that's what I miss about it, you know, going to the local record store and being able to, you know, hear about all the new bands from the people that owned it and worked there. And you don't get that anymore. And now, you know, like Tower Records, like you said, they're gone now. Uh, the Virgin Megastore is gone. I mean, we're even losing the bigger chain stores now for album sales. It's getting down to where it's Walmart, you know, Kmart, and Target. I mean, that's really – and Best Buy. And even Best Buy is cutting their uh, CD section down to nothing. It's getting harder and harder to even 
get your stuff into a store today. Yeah, absolutely. And and you know, a lot of the thought that went into this album cover for us was was based on how we would feel if we were a kid walking into a music store and seeing this album cover. And like you said, I mean, how many albums did we buy back in the eighties that that truly sucked? But man, we had a cool album cover. You know? <laughs> and and that's like a lot of a lot of the, that thought went into this. Like we want somebody to buy that because they're going to be like, wow, look at that. Yeah. And that takes me back. Or these new kids with, wow, I, I'm not used to seeing anything like that. You know, so we're we're hoping to be at the forefront of that if that happens again. And you know, if not, at least it's a page in our book that it was it was a phenomenal, phenomenal job done by Yovita. Yeah, she did it. You definitely created that with this album cover because it just, you know, I look at that, I think of Black Sabbath, Heaven High. I think of all those great covers that just make you think about things. On, and the album itself and the music on the album, is there any concept to the songs or is it just all a mixed bag of nuts? You know, the, a mixed bag of nuts, We uh, the way we came up with, that, with the album cover was, you know, we, we kind of figured that uh, we, you know, we're, we're, we're in hell on earth. And how everybody keeps telling you, well, you got to pull yourself out of this. you got to get yourself back up. Uh, you know, if you're in hell, get yourself back up, stand on two feet. Well, we figured, screw that, man. We're just going to pull you down with us. You sound like my wife now, so I know where you're coming from. <laughs> <laughs> i gotta, well, I got to be good today because it is Valentine's. i gotta be good. I got to feel I'm getting lucky yeah, tonight, yeah, so i got to be good. <laughs> but, you know, we just, we just wanted, we, you know, the songs were coming out with a darker feel. Um, and again, we, we really, really put a lot of thought into this whole thing for the whole thing to mix. Uh, but the songs were coming out darker and we were going in a different direction. Um, so we wanted, we wanted the album art and, and, and the whole feel of the album to kind of be darker, uh, and, and just, you know, more, more in your face with more attitude. And, uh, and again, I, I, you know, we're pretty pleased with the results. I think we captured all that. Yeah, you should be. You definitely have it. Uh, for anybody who hasn't gotten the record, I mean, I've played you guys on and off from all, all of your releases, on and off for the last year. I've mixed in all the different stuff. And lately I've been working on the Purgatory Rage album, and people that have been heard, listening to it, if you haven't gotten it yet, you, you have to go out and buy it. It's one of the best albums that have come out in a long time. And I'm not just saying that because you're on the show. I've said that before. Plus, you'll read it, tell me if I say it. I'll get a free copy, you know, so I, I mentioned it to him. Uh, <laughs> no, but it is. It is a great record, and it brings back a classic sound that we haven't heard in a long time. The musicianship on the album between all of you guys is just, I mean, it's top-notch. I mean, you put, you can, you can hear that you put your heart and soul into the songs. And we just played Karma before you came on. Why don't you talk a little bit about that song? That song, you know, it, it just came across, the, the beginning piano riff actually started as a guitar riff. You know, we went down in, into the basement, and my brother started playing that riff. And it's like, well, that's pretty cool. So we, you know, kind of started adding our spices to it. And then, again, we thought maybe it would sound a little eerier and a little darker if uh, if Doug did it on the piano. Um, and he did. And, and, you know, in true brutal fashion, we start out very subtle, and then and then we kick you in the face. So we've always been about our nice, eerie intros. Uh, and then we take it to a different level right there. So uh, one thing we've always, you know, prided ourselves on is we'll have three different songs in one um, but yet still captured to where you can bang your head to it you can shake your fist to it you can tap your foot to it and you can sing along to it so I, I think that that song itself um, is why that song is being pushed even is because it's got every element there 
It does. The beginning is very haunting. If, if you know, hopefully most people that are listening now caught it from the beginning, and it goes for the that goes to say for every song on the album. I mean, there's just one better than the next. And like I said, you definitely if you listen to the first the, the Blue Hand record, each one has progressed so far down the line, and you've never repeated yourself, which is what I like. You, you know, you're not you're not like getting stuck in the same mold where you keep writing the same stuff album after album. You're not afraid to take chances and keep moving the band forward, and you know, and that's good because. If you don't progress, you know, you become stagnant, and you guys haven't done that yet at all. Yeah, absolutely. And, and again, that's uh, – and, and as much as that came out on this album, and, again, you know, as much as we worked on this album, it was relatively easy because just of the progression. And, and it's funny because we don't even need to talk about it. It's just, you know, as we're writing the songs and we, we rehearse them, we're like, wow, you know, that really sounds cool. And it's like – all five of us were on the same page, and it, that's how it became a little easier and a little easier each time. Yeah, I tell you, I, Jimmy, I really like this record a lot. Uh, we're going to have to cut things off in a few, so I want to get on more songs by you guys. But uh, right now, what can people find you next? Uh, you, I know you said you got the record release show coming up. When's that, and where is it going to be? It's going to be uh, here locally at a club called The Spillway. Uh, which is at 13740 East Quincy Avenue. It's going to be this Saturday night, February 20th. Uh, Distant Warning is going to be joining us on stage. They'll open the show for us to get it rocking. Uh, then we're going to take the stage and uh, and just blow people's minds, I hope. Man, that sounds great. Where can people find you on the Internet to get a hold of this album? On the Internet, they can go to uh, BrutalHand.com. They can go to MySpace.com slash BrutalHand. And they can also find us on Facebook. Um, and on MetalOnMetalRecords.com, Yovita's got a lot of cool stuff on her side as well. That she does. Jimmy, I really appreciate you calling in, man, taking the time out on a Sunday, especially Valentine's Day. Hey, happy Valentine's Day to everybody. And, Mike, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Uh, be looking in your mail because you've got a CD coming your way as well. I'll be looking any day now. Jimmy, thank you very much, buddy. I appreciate it. Thank you, buddy. God bless you, man. Thank you. How about we uh, do a little, uh, let me see, how about Metal Rules? Does that sound good? Absolutely. All right, everybody has brutal hand, metal rules. Thank you very much, Jimmy Herrera. Great guest. Take care, Mike. Take care, Jimmy.
There you go. I'm a little bit more brutal hand with our guest Jimmy Herrera. Go pick up that newest record, Purgatory's Radar, Metal on Metal Records. Tay, where are you, buddy? I'm here. I'm here. All right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they remind me a lot of, uh, a little bit, uh, I should say, of Sabotage. But um, it's something that we don't hear uh, all that much, you know. It's progressive, but yet yeah. it's 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 not too uh, too progressive uh, where it, uh, you know. It just bores you. Too, yeah, boring right there. A little Dream Theater issue. No, they got a great sound. It's right. a good mix, you know. I like Dream Theater. I like... Uh, the Symphony X, I like bands like Stradivarius, and you know, but sometimes they tend to be a little um, draining, mind-numbing, you know, because you know. But this band really has a good, solid sound. The keyboards are not that loud. That's, no, I, I, you know, I love, you know, I love the keyboards when they're that way because I like the guitar-oriented, you know, music. Of course, and you're a guitar the, player. The vocals are great, you know. The vocals are good and. Uh, you know, obviously his drumming is, is phenomenal. Oh, yeah. Good uh, there's good no band. doubting their talent as musicians. They are definitely good. And they got an old sound. They don't have, I'm not old, but like, in tribute to the sound. old sound. Right, in tribute to the older sound. Yeah, well, they're not kids. I mean, you know, I mean, I don't want to say that they're old, because, you know, they're the same age as us. Oh, okay. Well, that's yeah. great. It yeah. sounds good. And I, and, I, and I can see it definitely, you know, the few, few uh younger ones that are out there that appreciate this, they're going to eat it up, and uh, guys like us are going to love it. Without a doubt. And, you know, and like I said before, they're on Metal and Metal Records. Okay. Great great album. Your leader and, and Simone, uh, two metal heads who started this label. Uh, just to get, you know, new bands uh, that play that classic sound, give them exposure. They really work hard, and they do a lot right. for their artists. And uh, Mike Sabatini of Attacker uh, saw them on my, on my uh, Facebook page, and he wrote down, wow, like, you know, like you know, this is like the greatest thing because he saw how many bands that they signed and how they push and promote and they put out a quality product. And yeah. you heard Jimmy say that himself. So you know, check out Metal and Metal Records. I've got them on my uh, they're on my uh, top friends list. They're all over the links on my sites. Yeah. Uh, just a big tremendous label out of Italy. Go check them out. All the bands on there. Well, just listen to the shows we did last summer where we featured a different artist off the label every week on the show in the Sunday Night Spotlight. Yeah, good stuff. Yeah, so uh, I know last week Alex wanted to hear something by uh, Feinstein, so uh going to get a little David Rock on right now. All this right. is off his first solo record. Um, let me see what I got lined up here. It's a song called Primal Temptation, so this is for Alex. He wanted to hear it. Okay. If it comes on. <laughs>
Off of David Rock Feinstein's first solo record, uh, um, One Night in the Jungle from 2000. I really don't know who played on it besides him. There's really no listing. Oh, really? Uh, I was going to ask you who the singer was. I, I have no idea. It might, be, it might be Rock singing, as far as I know. Oh, okay. He's a singer for the Rods. <laughs> oh, this is true. You forgot that, huh? Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, it's probably fine. him. I think, I, I think he did everything on the album, to be honest with you. Yeah, this is true. I'm sorry. We need our friend Tony from Diatonic in here, who's good friends with them, to uh, to find out for sure. But uh, I'm pretty sure he does everything on the album. But that was from 2000, some good stuff there. And uh, you know, I just want to remind everybody who wasn't here earlier when we were talking about it, that uh, this May I'm going to be raising money for St. Jude's uh, Children's Hospital. Right. Uh, we're going to do a whole month of raising money. Everybody who donates money is going to get something autographed by one of the guests that have been on the show. I've got stuff coming in from uh, Heaven and Hell, 
Um, I, I almost almost every band I've reached out to everybody so far. I've heard from half of them. Uh, Steve Stein of Grimstein has sent us some autograph stuff. It could be CDs, guitar picks, drumsticks, albums. Uh, we got stuff from Bernie Torme, Sammy Abigail, uh, Bobby Lucas of Overlord has contributed some stuff. Alan Tecchio has contributed some stuff from Hades and Nonfiction and Automow and the other bands that he's been in. Uh, Dave Starr in London Wild of Wildstar. Uh, the Rods uh, send us some stuff over. Uh, what it is, I don't know. I asked them just anything that they could autograph, pictures, photos, you know, whatever they got lying around, shirts. So we got a lot of great stuff that's going to be coming in. Uh, Norm from Faith Factor, Rob Thorne of Sacred Oak is also going to call in when we do the show to help out, like a little uh, Jerry Lewis uh, telethon over there. Right. Debbie Gunn of Sentinel Beast, uh, Chris Lasag of Jack Panza, uh, Rob uh, Clamey Cohen of Excited, and I just haven't even heard from the rest of them yet, but... When they all get the messages, I'm doing a couple at a time because it's you know, consuming and taking a lot of time. But anybody who donates money is going to get something. And uh, the more you donate, uh, you can take from your picket a litter. But everybody will get something autographed by one of the guests that have been on the show. Wow, that's really cool. And we've had a lot of great guests from Rudy Sarzo to David Ellison to Vinny Apathy and, and many more down the line. And we got more coming up. So, you know, donate money in May when we have it all set up and uh, get involved. It'll be great. It's going to a great cause. And I know we said before that uh, we're sponsoring and supporting the Finger Lakes Metal Festival, May 29th and 30th in Finger Lakes, New York, and also the Warriors of Metal Festival, which is going to be in uh, Ohio. Uh, that's going to be headlined by Omen and Cage and Ask and a few other bands. So I'll check all these places out. I have all the links up after the show on my website. Phew, that was a lot to get out, huh? Yeah, that was pretty good. Not bad, right? <laughs> Not bad. All right, so what do we want to do, Tim? we got about 15 minutes or so left. we got plenty of time to play music tonight. So uh, I'll ask you what you want to hear, but you know we yeah, never get it right anyway. Well, tell me what you got. Okay, I'll tell you. I'll tell you what you want to hear. Okay. Okay. Here's what you want to hear. You can either hear. Uh, uh, let me see. You know what? I was gonna get some Grim Reaper on, but uh, I haven't played S.A. Slayer in a long time. San Antonio Slayer. They were a band out of uh, San Antonio, Texas. Uh, they were called Slayer originally, but there was a lot of confusion between them and the Slayer from California that everybody knows. They both came out around the same time. So they changed the name to S.A. Slayer. And they put out some pretty good albums back in the day. San Antonio, San Antonio. That's right. So how about we do something from those guys? Okay. All right, then I'll tell you what I got in in private, and you can pick out something. So we get it right. All right. All right, here you go. S.A. Slayer, song called Unholy Book.
Slay with Unholy Book off the, I think that was off the Prepare to Die EP or maybe off the Go for the Throat out from 88. Those uh-huh. are the two things that the band put out. Uh, Steve Cooper, who was a singer with them, I also sang a band called Juggernaut. I uh, featured that demo in the Demolition segment about a year ago and you can still download it. It's up on the site, but uh, I know he passed away, I think a couple of years ago in 06 from kidney failure. Oh, wow. Yeah, good band, really good band. They just didn't get a lot of attention because of the name. You know, it was that thing going on with the other Slayer. Sure. All right, let me see where we're at right now. I've got enough time for one or two more songs. Remind everybody, this Thursday on the Metal Matinee, it's uh, the BBC Rock Show. Uh, we're going to do a pay a little tribute to uh, Tommy Vance. We had the uh, Friday Rock Show on, on BBC back in the 70s and 80s. You remember that show, Tate? Sure, that started everything. Started, started everything. A lot of British heavy metal. Hell yeah. Tommy Vance, uh, he did that show for like 18 years, I think. There were all the hosts that came in. Matter of fact, I think Bruce Dickinson is doing it right now. Yeah, uh, yeah, probably on a guest basis, I guess. But uh, Tommy Vance started that whole thing out, and he had all those classic new wave of British heavy metal bands before that was even uh, a term. Uh, they did live uh, shows in the studio and session work for him there, and so I dug up all the original recordings by a lot of bands from that that performed in that show. So he got a lot of uh, studio session work and live shows that are going to be on the Metal Matinee next week. We're going to sample all of them, so it's a pretty good show. I think that's pretty original. Oh, that'd be cool. Definitely, and then, uh, you know, like always, there's the Metal Matinee bootleg on the block spot after it. You could download a concert by one of the bands, so I think I'm going to put the Sweet Savage one up because it's like the best sounding one in the bunch because I think the band had it remastered themselves over the years. Mm-hmm. So a lot of them are the original recordings. They're pretty raw sounding, so I'm trying to fix them up the best I can on my own, but the Sweet Savage one, I think they had released that on a CD somewhere along the line, so it sounds really, really good. So does the Accepted one, but I'm not going to play the Accepted one. I'm going to try to stick with just the bands from England. Right. So uh, that'll be this Thursday at 12 p.m. EST. And uh, next Sunday night, Jolyn Turner of Rainbow, Yingve. Uh, God, Joe's been in a lot of bands. Deep Purple. Deep Purple, Deep Purple yeah. Yep, Hughes Thrall. Got a great interview with him next uh, next Sunday night. So uh, don't forget. And then uh, the week after that, Paul Shortino. And then the next thing you know, we're in March. Wow. The month just flew by, right? <laughs> when, did you, when did you interview Paul there in the week? Uh, Paul's going to be on the the 28th in two weeks. Oh, the live show, right? Okay. Yeah, the live show. Paul will be on the live show. Okay. Paul's going to, I'm going to call Paul live. Uh, call him at his house while he's eating dinner because it's only 4 o'clock in California when we're doing the show, so we're going to bother him doing his dinner. But Paul's a good guy. It's great to have him on. Talk about Quiet Ride also, another band he was in. So we got to tell you, we got so many guests here. I don't know, uh, I, I will back up till May. Yeah, I know. You were telling me uh, yeah. Y- yesterday. Yeah, I said last week. I, I, I was saying last week, I just I got to just like do shows of just music. No more guests. I love having the guests on, but sometimes I just want to play music. I don't want to talk to anybody, you know? I'm doing that tonight. I'm just playing music for the hour tonight. That's, that's good. Yeah, that's all I want to do is play music. I'm tired of talking to people. 
Yeah, I just I just I just saw in my uh, box the other day that you had, you had scheduled a show for like May something, so you you've got all your shows mapped out for the next couple months. Huh? Yeah, I gotta know months in advance what I'm doing because that's just the way I am. I'm OCD. I gotta know months in advance what I have, and we got great guests coming on. Uh, let's see, we got March. Uh, I forgot we have a lot of things lined up in March, don't we? Uh, Gonzo Sandoval of Armed Santa is gonna be on. Uh, we got the interview with Lizzie Borden. Hopefully the John Oliva interview will go through, and we'll uh, have that up there then too. Uh, Toby Knapp is on, uh, great guitar player from Godless Rising is on. Uh, we got, uh, who else? Matt Left from Machines of Grace and uh, Corey Proctor from Free Rain. That's the Dallas Cowboys band, the offensive line for the Dallas Cowboys. They're a metal band. They're yeah. all going to be calling in the same show, so we got a busy night then. A lot of talking to do. Should be interesting. Should be interesting is right. So uh, they're looking really busy over here. All right, let me see. What can we do here, T? What can we do here? How about uh, about Avenger? We'll get the German Avenger on. Okay. Yeah, I haven't played them in a long time. Here's a song called Fast. Oh, no, before I do that, you know what I wanted to talk about? I forgot you because you weren't on last week with me. Uh, Paul Downer played in the New York, New Jersey area about a week ago. Right. And uh, we didn't get a chance to go to the live show, but I was catching a lot of clips on the Internet. Uh-huh. He sounds terrible. Tommy, I don't know if you saw any yet. They had clips from uh, Dingbats on there and from BB oh, King. Oh, really? I didn't he watch sounds, his voice is brutal. He just sounds terrible. He cannot sing anymore. He even wrote on Facebook, he apologized to everybody for his vocals lately. But he just, you can just see he's not having a bad week. He just cannot sing anymore. And uh, during Iron Maiden, I forgot what song it was, Sanctuary, he sang it with the death metal growl. Oh, wow. Yeah, you got to you gotta catch uh, some of these clips. His voice is shot and people are paying money and, you know, it's just, it was terrible. He sounded terrible. He didn't move on stage. He looked yeah. really out of shape. He sounds more punk than metal, you know? Well, he came from a punk background, but if you're going to sell tickets, you better be yeah. 100%. You know, everybody has an off night, but you, you, know, you, better, sound, you better be 100% when you're playing live. I, I thought he was great on those first two Maiden albums, but I think that uh, they made the right move of getting Bruce in the band because he just couldn't. they just couldn't have continued on with him singing for them, I don't think. No, nah, he wouldn't have held up over the years. Not not the stuff they wanted to do. Yeah, and they showed on these yeah. live concerts. And I'm not going to be nice about talking about Paul anymore because uh, he's supposed to be on the show how many times, Pete? And keep yeah. getting jerked around. Yeah, this is true. Yeah, so I'm not going to be nice anymore <laughs> when I talk about well, it. Well, we still have uh, our first uh, two albums and uh, Made in Japan and what else? Yeah, we have three or four albums. Too. Yeah, you got so, the first two albums of Made in Japan. That's all. It's all Bruce Dickinson now. Not that I'm crazy about Bruce, but, you know, what are you going to do? I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. All right, you know what? I was going to do Avenger, but how about we do some Exciter? Okay. Sounds good. You want to hear Playing With Fire or Stand Up and Fight? Stand Up and Fight. All right, there you go. Some Exciter. Old school Exciter. Oh, 
went up and fight. You know, I was I reached out to Dan Beale too. We're gonna have him on the show. Oh, cool. Yeah, I just I I just don't have any more time. You know, I just don't have um I'm, I have to actually have two guests a show on to, to get them all on right now. I was complaining last month, right, that we couldn't get anybody. We were having trouble. Yeah. Now they're all falling into place. Also, uh, the band Fallen Angel, another metal and metal artist uh, band. Uh, we featured them last year. We're gonna have them on the show. Uh, and who what? You remember Marion uh, Scandal? What's that name? Scandal Fiend from Black Lace. Yeah. Yeah, I reached out to her. We're gonna work out something too to have her on. I don't know what she's doing right now, but working on that. Wow, cool. Black Lace were a good band. I was really into Black Lace. Yeah. They put out some good records. Cool stuff, man. Yeah. Plus, she was hot too back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> now it's now it's a different era. Who knows? But <laughs> looking forward to that. All right, we only got a couple of minutes left. I don't even think I have time to play any other songs, do I? Yeah, you no. gotta like. Uh, nah, I don't have enough time. I gotta. I, I want to end it early anyway because it's Valentine's Day. I gotta get back to my baby. Okay. I know I'm getting lucky tonight. It's Valentine's Day. Two days in a row, huh? That's right. Love is in the air. <laughs> Love is in the air. That's more than she's gotten in the last ten years. <laughs> At right. least for me, anyway. <laughs> uh, so, that's uh, so it was good. Yeah, you know what it is? The kids are old and out. They're all out of the house. They hardly have a home. So it's that's just me and her. That's cool. Yeah, it's taking a long time. Then we got other friends who are just getting started again. Joey and his wife, a good friend, had a baby the yes. other day. Yes. Addison Brooke, oh, uh, five and a half, six pounds. So, want to send my congratulations out to our good friend Joey. He's, uh, I don't know, forty-three years old, having his first, his second one. I don't know. Well, I couldn't do it, T. I know I couldn't do it. Uh, God bless him. God bless him is right. God bless him. But we got less than a minute left. We're all out of time. I want to thank. Jimmy Herrera from Brutal Hand for calling in. I want to thank everybody else for listening. Alex, thanks for hanging out tonight. Hey, you're hey, welcome. How are you, my buddy. Thank you for always being here. Everybody in the chat room, one and coffee. Everybody in the chat room. Everybody. Priestess. That's Dio right. Angel. Don't forget tomorrow morning at nine o'clock. Morning coffee with Mo and Vic. Great show. Don't forget to check it out. Yeah. I'm there every Monday, at least when the computer allows me to get on. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, I always have, I tell you, I get a lot of trouble blocks look great trying to get in the chat rooms and stuff, but you know, I just listen from the outside then, that's all. Yeah. All right, so we're all out of time here. Once again, thank you, everybody. Don't forget this Thursday, the Mellow Matinee, 12 o'clock, the best of the BBC. We're paying tribute to Tommy Vance's show next Sunday night at 6 o'clock. Got an interview with Joel and Turner we did a little earlier, about a week ago, but it's very relevant. It's great. Plus, we're going to have him on before Eddie Trunk does the week after that. So I'll beat cool. Eddie Trunk to the punch. Very good. All right. Thank you, everybody, for listening. I appreciate it. Have a great Valentine's Day. Take care. Talk to you later, buddy. All right, guys. Take care, everybody. Enjoy. Thanks for listening. Good night. Good night. heavy metal anywhere blogtalkradio.com and heavy metal mayhem
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.